Well, greetings being and welcome to the second Conscious Politics Wednesday audio edition. Just doing a little off-the-cuff supplementary action <laughs> to the Conscious Politics Sunday newsletter. Uh, quite informally, not very professionally, but here we go. So I sat down to do this second edition last Wednesday, and the technology just didn't work. I pushed the button, the same thing I did the week before, it didn't work, and I thought, all right, let's see what's happening. And so I'm thinking for now, every other week of this will be good. So today I want to touch on the piece from two weeks ago that was titled The Politics of Me, The Politics of We, and then we'll touch on last Sunday's issue from a few days ago, uh, ostensibly about the quote-unquote Israeli-Palestinian conflict, but not. And uh, if I can recall accurately, I will touch on a little bit of what we did in last night's spiritual workout for politics and current events monthly drop-in. Okay, so I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the me-we thing. The, I want to make two points. The first point is that as we move through the world as conscious politics practitioners, there will always, or at least often, <laughs> let's say often, there will often be times where there's the we issue, what policy, proposal, legislation, law, issue um, is being addressed at a governmental level, perhaps, or uh, an organizational level, or uh, a community level, or whatever it might be that's ostensibly not just us, and then the part of it that is just us. So using a very much made up, I was trying to be just a little bit funny, uh, with the stop sign example, we had a person in that scenario, me, I wanted the stop sign, the community and city council responded, I had what I want, so I was in alignment with what was going on. The me thing and the we thing was the same. Then there was my neighbor in this story who thought the whole stop sign thing was a load of crap and a bunch of ridiculousness and has a lot of contempt for the actual uh, elected city council office holders. And when the stop sign came, he chose to go along with it because that's the way our system works he ostensibly said, and it was his responsibility as a citizen to follow the laws such as they are and advocate and agitate to change them if and when he feels so inspired and further underscoring that, what do you know, there's a whole process in place to do that and it fundamentally works on that principle. So I don't need him, quote-unquote, as a member of this community who uh, 
doesn't like this particular law. I don't need him to like it, but I do need him as a citizen to abide by it or go through, like I say, the established process for changing it. Now, the third person in that example was like, oh, hell no. You cannot tell me what to do and had a lot of mistrust of the system and the people and was protesting, not just protesting the existence of the stop sign, but impeding people and harassing people and bullying people for following the law. So the we part in that was, oh, look, a law got passed and established and it's in the form of a stop sign. What do you know? And some of us like it and some of us don't. And then there's the person who is just not going along with the program in terms of following our reasonably uh, <clears throat> established approach. So what do you do? And fundamentally for her, she didn't trust the system. She doesn't trust the system. She doesn't trust the people running it. So in the context of me, we trust is a me issue. I can't force you to trust me or anyone. You can't force me to trust you or anyone. Trust is a choice. It's the ultimate me thing. So in this example, here's a law. Some people like it. Some people don't. Most people willing to go along with it. Everything's fine. Unless and until we have people who are going outside of that realm. And if outside of that realm is because of a belief or a, a mistrust, then again, what remedy does there what remedy exists to get a person who doesn't trust the government to trust the government? That's a discussion for beyond now. The point that I want to make is that for any of us at any time, we can at least check in with ourselves. And again, in this particular scenario, it was I personally, Stephen, choose to trust our system of government, even if sometimes it is in the hands of human beings who I don't trust. But that's just me. So I ask everybody else to have a sense when it comes to putting ourselves in the context of these larger issues to look for those places where it's up to us to decide what we are doing. And we'll have plenty of more opportunities to talk about that. I'm not sure I fully quite made the point the way I intended, but sometimes it goes that way. Okay, moving to the other day's piece, uh, the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, that it's really not about that. So in all seriousness, um, when I saw that that was in the news again and things were happening there again, I literally was just a ball of resistance. Oh God, I don't want to think about this. I don't want to talk about it. And where I was coming from, honestly, was just war. I don't, there's no value anymore in any of us unless something or someone, some army is in our face and we're on the ground and something's being done to us and we literally are defending ourselves, 
those of us who are living in and spending more and more time in the new consciousness and embracing where we're going find the whole concept of war to be such a relic that it's not even worthy of any time or attention because every single one of us says, oh, I don't want war, but well, I don't want war, but we Americans don't want war, but we Palestinians don't want war, but we Israelis don't want war, but, right? And what's everybody doing? Thinking and talking and focusing upon war, 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 and more war. So, from a conscious politics, from a conscious perspective of human being, and I put it in quotes because that word is just laden sometimes, but for those of us who are taking a more conscious approach to life and living and extending that to taking a more conscious approach to politics, then we just wouldn't keep focusing our attention on the very thing that we don't want. We just wouldn't. So that whole piece was, hmm, what would it look like if we actually practice conscious politics on this particular issue? And since I'm writing about conscious politics in America specifically, what could or would America do if it was being more conscious in its approach to its administration of its government? And that's what that piece was about. So I want to be clear that the insistence on creating the focus to be solely on peace and what we're saying we want is nothing more than practicing and engaging the law of attraction in a conscious manner. That's what everybody who comes to me learns to do because that's a key component and a key feature of quote-unquote conscious living. It's not new. It's not complicated. And we're not doing it yet. So that whole piece was really a way of saying, law of attraction's always on, everybody. Now what are you going to do? The law of attraction's always on. What are you going to do now? The law of attraction is always on. What are you going to do now? That's what that piece was about. And I'll round this Wednesday audio edition out by pulling it back to the subject of the difference between the me and the we and the me and the we. Because in this particular situation, as an American citizen who's endeavoring to cultivate a more conscious approach to our politics, where I am and where our country is are completely not aligned. So the politics of we, what are we Americans doing? We are urging, urging a de-escalation, I guess, some such thing. Whatever we're doing, is largely focused on the problem and that in and of itself is a problem. So here I am, Stephen, personally one human being and what we are doing collectively is so very different from what I would be doing. 
So the piece that I was talking about earlier, the toggle between the me and the we pretty much all the time presents itself in this scenario. So I'm just one guy, what can I possibly do? Especially if I have a point of view that is different from what my government is doing in my name. Well, I can do what I'm doing. I can, at a minimum, think about slash intend and spend more and more time thinking about and intending for living on a planet where there is peace everywhere. That thing that we all say we want. So if it's just me and I'm not writing a newsletter that some people read or speaking into a microphone and saying words that some people are listening to, and it's still just me, me sitting there intending for and imagining and creating and thinking about and talking about living in a post-war, uh, I was going to say a post-war America, but it's really living on the planet post-war, excuse me for that garble. So what does that look like to me? Law of attraction is always on at a minimum, and we're all connected. So at a minimum, me not watching the news and screaming at the TV and trying to figure out where I most align within all this talk that is war of one kind or another, or I can simply turn my attention to my intention, my desire, my want. I want to live on a planet free of war. So I'm going to think about that. Oh, and I happen to write a newsletter. So, you know, maybe a few other people will come along with that. Oh, and I happen to add to my newsletter with this little thing, and maybe that'll reach somebody in a different way. I'm not here to tell people how to think. I'm here to offer a different perspective and ask people to think, uh, to give more consideration, perhaps, to what they're already thinking and believing. That's it. So there's always more. That toggle between the we and the me, this is another example of that. I have a very, very, very different approach that I would take. I don't have the power right now. I don't have the ear of the president right now. I'm not the president. I'm not a congressperson. I, by myself, can talk myself easily into thinking there's nothing I can do about this. As, as a proponent of peace, there's nothing I can do. Well, there's always something I can do. And that, again, is the whole fundamental piece of the me and the we. So the last thing I want to just touch on, even though that would have been a good place to stop, is just to give you guys an example of well, what the hell is that spiritual workout monthly thing and... Here it's called Conscious Politics, and there it's called Spiritual Workout for Politics. Well, because that's just the easiest way for me to present it, and it fits right in with what we do. Spiritual Workout is basically mental health for the soul. It's a therapy alternative, a counseling alternative, whatever you want to think about it. Uh, 
and a lot of people uh, are dealing with their own place on the political spectrum and so we quote unquote work it out there so for example last night i'm trying to remember was a uh we had a conversation oh right it was about um somebody who was really struggling with the whole homelessness thing what am i supposed to do how compassionate am i supposed to be toward a homeless person when in fact i really don't want that person on my street i don't want to see them I don't want to deal with this issue, and here it is in my face. So without getting too down into the weeds, I just want to share with you one little example of the kinds of things that somebody can bring in, raise their hand, and say, this is what I want to talk about. So we really got to um, talk in terms of intention, just like my issue with war and peace and focusing on what peace looks like to me. Uh, uh, this person started to think and talk about in terms of what it looks like when the homelessness issue is solved. You know, she was really on a personal level, uh, a little bit torn between her desire to not have to deal, like I say, and how compassionate she should be. Am I not being compassionate to people because I don't want to see homeless people on my street? So we were able to just turn that all around using the concepts we work with. And that's just, like I say, one example. So I think I've gone long enough for this week. Thank you so much for your your willingness to receive uh, anything <laughs> with the words conscious politics in it. I can't tell you how much I appreciate it. I love to engage. I appreciate your time and presence. And until next time, peace.